Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter, Get Organized, a podcast that focuses on helping you create space to attract more money, love, and happiness in your life. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener, and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. I hope you are having a great week. And of course, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, please leave a review so I can continue bringing you episodes each week. And someone kind commented, Janet is amazing. She was a speaker at my company and she was solid. I feel like everyone walked away with actionable steps we could take to live a better life. So I started following her podcast. It's also amazing. Great job, Janet. Thank you so much. I enjoyed doing that webinar for that company. It was amazing. People were interacting. We were laughing. We were having fun. But I also was providing them with strategies as well. So thank you so much for sharing um, your feedback. I'm also excited that you can support this podcast by clicking the buy me a coffee link in the show page. And I will, of course, give you a shout out on the air. Well, in this episode, we have Nicole Gonzalez Cumberbatch, and she's a top-rated fellow podcaster, and she'll be sharing strategies on how to prevent the back-to-school burnout. There's so many things you have to juggle, so I'm looking forward to sharing those strategies with you. I will also be sharing my product at Repurpose and Book Suggestion for this week, and my question for you this week is, do you suffer from back-to-school burnout? It's really nice when you know that there's a community of people who are also going through the same thing and that you can really learn from them and just really better navigate the school year. Now, in my facts or stats and trends segment, I went to From Mom's Wellbeing website. They surveyed a thousand women And these are some of the things they found out so that you're not alone in that burnout that you're feeling. 76% of those surveyed said getting kids up early in the morning is a little overwhelming. 60% said managing school traffic and getting to work on time. 58% said spending time with the kids. 57% said helping kids with homework. I can even imagine that right now. 49% said spending enough time with a partner. 40% said packing lunches and 28% finding after school care or programs. Which is why I guess Nicole Gonzalez Cumberbatch, she's a top rated podcaster, speaker, business owner, and published author. She's held several executive level positions during her 20 year career in corporate. However, she now crunches numbers and helps business owners remove the bottlenecks from the organization by creating efficient and effective processes with her boutique consulting firm, NGC Consulting. She previously served on the Institute of Management Accountants Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Advisory Committee. And in 2021, she founded the Motherhood Village, where her mission is to uplift, educate, and support mothers with information, conversations, and powerful connections. So get your pen, get your 
tablet, get your pencil out. You may even want to share this with a friend. But this is a great conversation I had with Cole Gonzalez Cumberbatch. Well, listeners, as we kind of continue to give some strategies on the back-to-school routine, I have Nicole Gonzalez Cumberbatch from the Motherhood Village to kind of share with us some strategies on just how to manage burnout. We always talk about burnout at work, but now we're going back into that back-to-school routine, and we need to know how to manage that. So, Nicole, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Janet, for having me today. So before we get into the strategies on how to manage the burnout, what really um, made you start, you know, it's the motherhood village. Like what was the, you know, the, the passion behind that? Sure. Well, it started as a podcast in 2019, originally called uh, Mama's No Best. We got something to say. Um, and then in 2021, after interviewing several women on my podcast and realizing there was a major common denominator um, between them, the mothers were either successful because they had their village or um, they struggled because they didn't have the support or didn't have their village around them. So in 2021, I created the Motherhood Village where I started offering webinars, workshops, um, and that went really well. And then in this year, I transitioned my podcast name from the um, Mama's No Best, We Got Something to Say podcast to the Motherhood Village. So now everything is encompassed under that name, that brand. And I offered more webinars, more workshops. Um, I started a monthly motherhood support group in my community, which I am super excited for. I think it's so needed. And I'll be doing a summit um, this October, the first annual summit. And then next year would be a two or three day summit. And um, yeah, and I believe that it takes a village to raise a child, but most importantly, it takes a village to uplift a mother. Um, and I do that by offering powerful and informative conversation and meaningful connections. Wow, that is wonderful. And like you said, it truly does take a village to really help, you know, support a mother because sometimes, you know, it's just life in general and they need that support. So my first question to you is the back to school routine and really what are some of the things that cause us just burnout in that? Because we're always talking about burnout on the job, but what about that? Because, you know, moms, parents, they really have to deal with just that kind of, it's the end of summer. And now we got to get back into this, you know, schedule again. I think a lot of it um, has to be that they feel all, they feel overwhelmed because of all the things that they have to prepare for, for the first day of the, you know, official school year. Um, they immediately start to get anxious. They start to feel overwhelmed because there's so much to plan for and there's so much to do before the first day of school. I think there's also this transition from like, okay, summer's over and now school, like, and I think a lot of moms, because it's a constant go, whether you're a working mom or, or you're a stay-at-home mom. Um, um, I think it just comes on honestly because there is so much to do and there are so much or so many expectations that are put upon us to do things perfectly um, and to do all the things basically so immediately we just start to get anxious and overwhelmed because yeah as you said when it's back to school then it's 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 and not only that truthfully back to school is also right before holiday season right? So that's another thing. Yeah, I, I think a lot of times we don't realize that, but back to school, at least in South Florida, is August. You really have a month, September, and then it's like 
Halloween and, and all the things. So it's just a lot happening at one time. Um, so to me, I, I think more than anything, it's just the expectations are really high that we put upon us to do all the things at one time. And, you know, as you were talking, I was real, you know, I mean, and not that I don't know this, but then I started thinking, wow, what about the parents who have more than one child? You've got the two, the three, yes. the four, or, you know, some people do still have more. And I'm like, that could be truly overwhelming when you got football, you've got ballet, you've got this band, this, that other and in, in addition to you want them to be a good student and you have to work either inside the home or outside the home correct and actually that's a really good point I have one right so I'm overwhelmed with just my my little guy but yes if you have more than one I know friends of mine that not only is it more than one but you might have one in preschool you might have one in elementary school you might have one in high school so then you also have the different ages right each one coming with a different need each school or each teacher requiring something different um, so yeah, that's a really good point because yeah moms of multiples you know, I, I, I always bow down to them. Single moms always bow down to them um, because it's a lot. It's a lot. And, I, I, you know, I have overwhelmed with one. So with multiple, it's just a, a certain level that comes with it. Yeah. So what are some of the things that moms can do to, you know, of course, it's going to all of those things that are just going to happen, but how can they really just manage it so that they're not so overwhelmed and they can get through the holidays, you know, the school year, the holiday season, you know, with a little less burnout? Yeah, I would say number one, first and foremost, for me, um, make a list of all the things I need to visually see it. So make that list of all the things that need to get done before the first day of school. I would even suggest if you're a mom of multiples, maybe do it by your children, right? So I don't know, Jennifer, Lisa, Sean, Chris, whatever, and and really kind of say, okay, what teach what this child needs, what, you know, this school is requiring and then maybe even plan for specific shopping days right to visually see it um, to get the school clothes to get the school supplies or whatever again is needed um, and I think creating that list and planning the shopping days is going to be key for first off second outsource and ask for help I think as moms we think that we have to do it all um, but we don't so seek out help from your partner your spouse the grandparents um, friends even the kids, if you do have high schoolers, and let's say, you know, you have all the way from high school down to elementary school or even preschool, because I know with my son's preschool, they still require a lot and they follow the public school guidelines. So they start school in August and it's a full thing. So they send a list of like 25 items that they need. So outsource, ask for help please get your children involved. You can have your high schoolers search for the items themselves, help you get the items, you know, allow for that, some of that independence um, and get your partners involved. And I would say three, um, lower your expectations and understand that nothing's going to go perfectly and to give yourself and your children and your partner and whoever's helping you lots of grace. You know, I think we're all trying our best and ultimately you have to understand that your best is enough. But I think if you can plan ahead, you make a list of those things that again, it doesn't look, it, it might seem more overwhelming, but having that list can kind of bring it down and you kind of strategize with it. I think that will go a long way. I mean, I love your idea of the list because I'm a list person, but you know, because there's so many different, each school, each grade 
has different supplies, different requirements. So, you know, and that list and just being able to check, check a list off. But also I love what you said about the the different ages, like the older children can help the younger children just kind of get a little bit um, organized and, you know, and it'll help you as well because it can be a little bit overwhelming. And so. And I would also say to add to the list, I think it also is beneficial. I know there have been times where I have, let's say, been last minute with it or whatever it is, honestly. And then I'll be like, okay, let me just jump on Amazon or let me just jump on Target or wherever's nearby. And then you spend more. And I think, again, if you plan for it, I know some areas throughout the country offer like tax-free weeks. So try and think ahead of that um, and say, okay, well, maybe I could get these items at Target or I can get these items wherever your store is, Office Depot, Amazon, um, so that you're not getting it all at one place and then end up spending much more than you needed to spend. So that also, I think, adds an element there. I like what you said about just having other people help you. And sometimes it may not necessarily being, you know, hands-on help, but I know there were a group of moms, they would all like just kind of be on a search for the sales, like who's having a sale for what, okay, it's over here this week. And they've got these, you know, they got the school, they got the pencils, they've got the glue, they've got all of that. It's like a quarter and next week. So, and and that's a good suggestion as well. So, and all that you do, um, Nicole, My, and I always ask this to all my questions, all my guests actually, is how do you stay organized? I mean, you know, you've got the list, you've got all those things in order, but are there any other things that you do just to stay organized? Honestly, it's my planner and my Gmail calendars. If it's not on my planner, if it's not on my calendar, it just doesn't happen. And I mean, I go so far as even a quick reminder. If I'm in the middle of something, I think, again, going back to my initial point as moms, we think we have to do it all. And truthfully, a lot of times we just do just because it just is what it is, right? So if I'm in the middle of something and I'm like, oh, I'll either write it down or immediately put it into my phone as a quick thing to think about it again, because I will forget. And it'll be a thought that just kind of came and left. So I'm really cognizant of that. Um, So I bring my planner with me every day, um, everywhere with me, um, keep it in my purse. And I plan my upcoming week actually on Sundays. So what I'll do is I'll look at my, um, I'll look at my Gmail calendar and say, okay, and then I have my notebook open and I'll say, what do I have coming up? Um, You know, my motherhood village is kind of my labor of love and I love, and I am starting it as a business, but I'm a consultant. I, you know, I have a full-time consulting business where I help clients. So that's two different spectrums. So I go through my week. Um, And I say, okay, what meetings do I have? Where do I have to be? Is there a chamber meeting? Maybe some things I have to dress up for. Maybe some things don't, but all of those things matter because they all require a mental aspect for me to think and plan. Um, So yeah, on Sunday, I'll look at my week ahead and then just kind of jot it down. And then from there, I'll say, okay, if Monday I have whatever I have going on, what things do I need to accomplish that day? to or what things do I need to do that day to accomplish those goals or whatever that is and then I also pick up my outfits for the week on Sunday I get a general thing where um I'll go in my closet and again high level and I'll say all right well I have meetings if I if I don't have meetings then maybe I'm just visiting my client who doesn't matter what I dress like for the most part could be casual I know that but if I know I'm going to a chamber breakfast if I'm going to a networking event where there's going to be possible connections collaborations oh start pulling out the blazer look at the dress right so that has helped tremendously with me staying organized and me staying 
eliminating the overwhelm um, and just kind of staying focused so that on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to wear? And I also iron my son's. Um, he he has a uniform that they, they have and I iron his or I try to as much as possible. Sometimes it might just be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but I try to at least for Monday and Tuesday get ahead depending on what I have on Sunday um, and get his backpack ready and everything ready. I think prep, prep, prep as much as you can. So that's how I stay organized. Calendars and prepping and planning as much as I can. I love it. I love it, Nicole, because I'm the same way. I have to plan my week ahead. Usually I'll try to do at least like maybe a Saturday morning because that's when I do my food prep. I'm the same yes, way. Yes. I have to plan my my outfits because like you said, sometimes people are going only going to see me from the waist up, but then there's times when it's like, oh, I got to wear shoes again. So that puts me in a whole nother mind frame. For sure. So, But it does. It makes it so much easier because like you said, it's less that you have to think about. And I'm the same way. I have to jot things down too so it's just you know just really being able to manage everything well Nicole you have provided so many wonderful strategies not only just for moms but just everyone can use and take a little bit from it so how can they connect with you Yes. Um, so they can visit my website, which is simply themotherhoodvillage.com. Um, you can also subscribe there where you will get access to my newsletter, get access to any events that I have. I am in South Florida, but I do have several um, virtual events that I also offer throughout the year. So you could register there. Um, you can connect with me on Instagram, which is the motherhood village one, but it's the period motherhood period village one. Um, and you can find me there and TikTok at the motherhood village. And of course, listeners, I will have uh, direct links to our guest on the show page so you can connect with Nicole directly. Nicole, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much, Dana. It's been a pleasure. Have a good day. Bye. So what was your takeaway from my chat? with Nicole. I would love for you to post it either below the link in social media where you see it posted or you can actually leave me a voicemail message on this platform. So please share. I would love to be able to share all of your takeaways with Nicole. So now it's time to transition to Taylor's tip time and you know, I want to kind of piggyback off of some things Nicole said about preventing mommy burnout. Number one, you know, plan. She talked about planning. Create a schedule and plan often. So, you know, making sure you know what your schedule is for coming week so you can prepare. Number two, establish a routine. It could be a routine specifically, of course, when they wake up, but also a routine at the end of the day. Maybe making sure they know where their school ID is, their shoes, their uniform. They've got their little backpack packed. Course number three, my favorite is getting organized, not only just the kids, but you as well. You know, do you have all the snacks organized in the kitchen? Do you have, you know, really all of their school supplies organized so you'll know where they are when they need a pencil and you won't necessarily waste time and energy buying something that you already have in the house? Number four, have weekly family meetings, just making sure that you're on track with when project due dates are for the kids, when they have rehearsal, when they may have a game, when they may have a recital. And number five, schedule in quiet time for you because you're managing not only work, home life, kids life, all those other things, making sure you take out time for you. 
So are you ready to get your life organized? You know, I ask you that during every segment. And because, and I say that because as an organizer, and I've been doing it for over 28 years, I am, things are beginning to become full circle for me because, you know, I was organizing clients, but now they are getting in the position where a lot of them are um, taking care of elderly relatives and parents. So then there's a whole nother set of issues that they have to deal with. And a lot of them are calling me in just to make sure that, you know, their parents are organized, their relatives are organized because sometimes they're not. But most importantly, are you organized? Do you have all the things you need? Do you have all of your important documents done, laid out, organized? Do you have like online systems to actually so other people can have access to things? So those are some of the things that I am passionate about now. It's just making sure that people really truly feel like they have an organized life. So if you or someone you love needs to conquer the mail, important documents, other paper clutter, let's talk so I can help you and them get organized and eliminate the stress because a lot of times the mail piles up and there's so many things that need to be dealt with. But unfortunately, you don't know that because you haven't opened up the mail. So, you know, and just, and also making sure your medical information is organized as well. Because the other day, I got an email from my doctor and go into the portal. And when I read it, I was like, you know, they said, well, Janet, it's time for you now to, you know, schedule your colonoscopy. And I was like, well, you know, I, I do take them when I'm, when I'm when I'm supposed to take them. But I'm like, wait a minute. I think I just had one. And I was able to go into, of course, my body passport uh, booklet and kind of look through and see when it, but then I also found the documentation which said, you know, um, today you saw us do the colonoscopy. This is some of the things that we observed. We'd like for you to come back in five years because everything looks good, but we still want you to come back in five years. And I found it. So my fifth year is 2023, not 2022. And I'm excited about that because, you know, I get a little anxious and a little nervous when I have to do that. So that's just one of the things also as well. It's just making sure all of that stuff is organized because I know as I get older, I visit doctors a little bit more frequently, which is okay because, you know, they're all just doing really preventive things, which I am all for as well. So go to my contact page and schedule a 15 minute session and take the step necessary to start doing something today so make sure you go click that show page that link on that show page of course i want to thank you thank you thank you thank you for just following me on all my social media and of course you know i am excited because i'll be making a, a hopefully a big announcement in september in regards to all of that as well but right now i'm on twitter facebook instagram and pinterest and Please like and share. And don't forget to check out my YouTube channel and subscribe, you know, as well. Because I've got some wonderful different topics we've done. um, Getting organized before you die. Like, what is a end-of-life doula? Um, Because that could help a lot of you who are actually caregivers. You know, we talk to... um, you know, just how we can manage our paper, but how we can protect our paper. And there's so many other things. The permission to just pause. So check all of those out. Well, do 
you know what time it is. I'm going to give you a moment to just kind of get up, maybe do a dance, do a shout, toss it Tuesday. And this toss it Tuesday, I want you to throw away the catalogs, the notes, and the junk mail from last school year. You know, maybe there were some things you wanted to buy, supplies or uniforms or other things, catalogs from last year, throw those out. Throw that junk mail. Throw those notes out from last school year. This is a new school year. My app suggestion for this week is Calm. Because that's something that we can all use, whether you've got to do a, a back-to-school routine or just the, you know, gearing up for the, for the end of the year, last quarter of the year. My product suggestion is a command center where you can keep track of everybody's schedule, all kind of notes, all kind of important papers, one central location in your home. Check out my Amazon page for that. Of course, my repurpose suggestion is, you know, making sure you just check out repurpose office, repurpose home, repurpose garden, because you're probably going through stuff. And of course, there may be things that are very sentimental, in regards to the kids, so maybe you can repurpose them into something else. And there are so many different ways that you can bring life to new, to older things. My book suggestion for this week is Time Management in 20 Minutes a Day. Simple strategies to increase productivity, enhance creativity, and make your time your own. That was a mouthful. Time management in 20 minutes a day. Simple strategies to increase productivity, enhance creativity, and make your time your own. And of course, you can get a free copy of that book or any book of your choice and a free 30-day trial from Audible. Again, you can get a free copy of that book or any book of your choice and a free 30-day trial from Audible. Just click the link in the show page. And my quote for you this week, you can do anything, but not everything. Multitasking is overrated. Again, you can do anything, but not everything. Well, I thank you for listening and be sure to share the podcast with your family, your friends, and on your social media network. And again, let me know you enjoy listening to this podcast by leaving a review and supporting this podcast by buying a cup of coffee. And visit my website at www.janetmtaylor.com. And until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day. But most of all, have an organized week. Organization is a quintessential element of a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to your organizing dilemmas. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized.